Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 218, episode one of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and occasionally, as on today's episode, uh, predict the frickin' future, you guys. That's what we do here. It's January 2022 for you, the listener. Here uh, in the past, when we're recording, it is December 23rd, 2021. Uh, long ago time, which is, uh, of course, the day many recognize uh, Festivus, which is the holiday from Seinfeld where you decorate a pole and have an airing of grievances over dinner and feats of strength after, which is, I guess, where someone has to pin the head of the household and an unimpressive miracle. Uh, I have no idea what sort of strange traditions those of you in your future Mars colonies celebrate in January of the year 2022. So let's go with Festivus. I like Festivus. There we go. Well, my Sorry name... Sorry if I interrupted your intro. <laughs> no, that's, that's more than yeah, okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I'm lonely. Uh, <laughs> me as well. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Jack. Jack in the New Year groove. And I am thrilled to be joined. By a very special guest co-host, uh, a hilarious and acclaimed comedian, actor, podcast host, uh, who you know from Team Coco's Meet the Staff and the movie The Feels. That's one of your favorite guests, about to be one of your favorite guest hosts. It's Ever Maynard! What's up, everybody? What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> That is my first prediction, is that is coming back. <laughs> Dude, you th- with these people wearing the... I saw somebody unironically wearing Jinkos in Texas. Yeah. You know, it's like that whole Gen Z thing, like wearing 90s stuff. I'm sorry, Wise that up. was me. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so hey, who the is that? Yeah, who's that? Oh my God, it's our Coming guest. to us from our third seat, a hilarious stand-up comedian, actor, and writer who created facial recognition comedy, co-hosts the podcast of the same name. You've seen her on Dear White People, How to Get Away with Murder, Snowfall, all of the up-and-coming comedian lists. Please welcome Fizza Dosani! What up? Just just me and my jinkos. Hey, yeah, you are in full jinko, and that's great to see. Anticipating the trends. Jinko yeah. Something about 1996. I don't know. There's something super nostalgic about that year. What a year. Uh, what a time to be alive. Yeah. Uh, that is when I was in all cross-color, Jenko, Carl Kanai, you know. Carl the, the good old days. Rem- yeah. Remember when y'all got the Jinkos with, like, the cool patch? It wasn't just yes. a Jinko. It would be, like, the skater or, like, the weird creature, and you'd be like, yeah, these are these are cool. Yo, <laughs> these are they'd be wearing, the cool ones. They'd be wearing <laughs> Jinkos, too. Right. Yeah, the Jinko on the Jinko would be wearing yeah. Jinkos. Yeah. It's like, like a- an Escher sketch out here of coolness. <laughs> yeah. I um, embarrassingly have an, an NMC Escher tattoo and not a cool one. What? <laughs> yeah. Is it's a wood <laughs> dog. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed about my tattoos. I have the MC Escher wood sketching of a fish, like a carving, you know, for like a stamp. Oh, yeah. And that then cool. I have... I think I've talked about it before, but I have Starry Night, Van Gogh's Starry Night on my lower back, but just the sky, no That's buildings. That's dope. You are representing uh, freshman dorm room walls well. <laughs> yes, with exactly. Your, <laughs> with so your you, tattoos. Have, <laughs> you have a Van Gogh tramp stamp. Mm-hmm. It's always an interesting conversation before sex with someone new. 
<laughs> hey, listen, you're going to see some stuff back there. It's not what you think, but it's not what you want. <laughs> it's not what you think. It's not what you want. None of the above. I do think that college dorm room art is underrated. It, it is a perfect encapsulation of like a, you know, an averaging of the zeitgeist of like over the course of 20 years. It's it's not not anything to be ashamed of, I would say, I think college dorm room art we we give it a hard time because it we've all been that person who has those posters but we had those posters for a reason uh, i wonder got them tattooed. college students let us know but i feel like the college students now decorate their dorm like a real apartment no yeah probably i'm i'm Lame probably ass. dating myself I know. Yeah. I remember, like, when I first walked, when I walked into my first dorm, I just started crying because it was so fucking disgusting. <laughs> already? Like, you walked in and it was already just like an ashtray? Yeah. I was like, I'm going to, like, not have any skin after cleaning this room. Like, yeah. Like, just from all, like, the Lysol wipes yeah. and shit. Yeah. That's a great question. I, w- I would be curious to hear, like, what held over from when I was in college and, like, what is knew what what went away like is bruce lee does everybody still have bruce lee and muhammad ali posters and <laughs> and by everybody i mean a bunch of dude bros and quentin tarantino movies scarface scarface of course godfather rappers godfather. i had all the wu-tang albums on my wall yeah godfather for sure the first time i got really high i was looking at my godfather poster on my dorm room wall and the cat started to move and that's how i knew i did not like weed <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not for me yeah yeah i can't be the only one who had a cardboard cut out of james dean life size i mean oh, only one yeah. maybe in this on this podcast but for certain not the only one definitely not the only one in florida Definitely not. What about the Marilyn Monroe cutout or black and white Marilyn Monroe with like the red lipstick or a red rose? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Little Schindler's (laughs) list effect on the Marilyn Monroe to let them know you're artsy. Schindler Monroe. (laughs) There you go. All right. Well, Fizza, Mm -hmm. we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. This is usually where we tell people what we're talking about. But yeah, like I said, this is kind of a, you know, loose episode where we're just going to talk about what we think is going to happen in the year 2022. You know, we're going to do our own personal predictions. We're going to look at the predictions of mainstream media outlets. We'll we'll even make some predictions about what's going to happen to us individually, personally. And also, I should let you guys know, so we did this last year. And we got them 100% correct. So just no pressure, but like we are batting a thousand when it comes to our predictions to this point as a podcast. So no big deal, but (laughs) we can see the future. So or it could mean that this podcast is like has some sort of curse on it where anything that we record on the predictions episode just comes to pass. So, you know, careful. Keep that in mind. It's a manifestation podcast. Yes. So all of those things are true. Uh, We are going to get to that in a moment. First, we do still like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history, Fizza? Uh, The last thing I searched for was, uh, oh, yeah, foot massage near me. Mm -hmm. You're just asking if there's one happening near you or you're looking for? I was looking for one personally. Okay, that's good. So I... uh, 
yesterday I, I went to this reflexology place down the street. And nice. uh, it's my favorite type of massage. Yeah. What 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 is like to, in addition to the kind of pleasure of getting a foot rub like what do you does it relax you do you like feel the effects after the fact what what's well it's been a while since i had one so i was like okay let's see what benefits are going to come from this and uh it was i mean i don't know there's like thousands of nerve endings at the bottom of your feet you know some people would say reflexology is a pseudoscience but you know regardless it feels good it just yeah. feels good i mean like i felt a lot of like stress relief and and they I don't know it's just have you have you experienced it I have gotten a foot massage not from a uh, trained reflexologist I don't believe ah no. just within like an interpersonal relationship yeah, yeah. in the romantic context <laughs> that's a keeper good for you yeah that's I mean if I that's nice yeah yeah that's, woo. the best I have, and I've, I've wanted one. I'm going to go say it. I, I've wanted a foot massage since I was younger. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> since I was younger, since I was younger I've been wanting a foot. I don't know why I've never gotten a foot massage, but I believe that with the nerve endings, it's like a brain. Highly recommend. And there's yeah. like, I mean, there's four places walking distance from me. So, you know, my search yielded results. Oh, did you? Which went, one, are you going to try all four? Yeah, I was thinking about switching it up, you know, oh, like man. I want to support the local small businesses and the prices are small super reasonable compared to like, freaks. yeah, foot <laughs> support the local foot freaks. All right, you guys have like now twice implied that there's something necessarily romantic about a foot massage. Is that it's pretty this central, goes back I think. to the Pulp Fiction debate, right? Yeah, it's, it's intimate. pretty intimate, yeah. right? Okay. Like someone, you know, someone in between your toes, like, you know, that's not somewhere right. where you usually have someone. Yeah, I mean, speak for When's the last but... time you've washed between your toes? Yeah. I wash between my toes every night because I'm a little freak. Yeah. And your belly button, dogs. It, listeners, if you're not cleaning oh, out your belly man. buttons, y'all need to start doing it. I'm tired of finding <laughs> stuff in men's listeners. belly buttons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just by accident. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How deep is this thing? That's where my eye, uh, my AirPod my, went. Yeah, I was yeah. looking for yeah. my earbuds. <laughs> my vape pen. Just yeah. <laughs> small but damn yeah but wait where do you what part of la do you live in because i actually need like i actually need west hollywood okay so there's like on like by sunset between la brea and and gardner there's like a whole bunch of spots like four Mm. were you also asking me to about where i live so my wife could give you a foot massage was that also (laughs) you're like where do you live what what a brag that you got a wife. Yeah. <laughs> I just start resenting you for that. Man. <laughs> okay. Mr. Okay, I got cool. A wife. You got a wife. Great. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> what is something that you think is overrated, Fizza? The concept of I'll sleep when I'm dead. Yeah. I go nuts every time I hear that because it's like, that's not how sleep works. <laughs> right. It's and I mean, it's like, okay, if you don't sleep, you'll probably die. It's it's just long term. It's just not a good idea. So I don't know. I think there is a lot of like a hustle mentality here in this industry. And I don't know. I just for me, self-care is 
very foundational. So, I mean, hence the foot rubs. I haven't had one in a while. So I was like, mm-hmm. let me treat myself. But like, yeah, just the whole I'll sleep when I'm dead. I was like, that doesn't even make any sense. Fuck. Yeah. You. Should we let also them bad for your body? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. should we let the people who say that believe that so that they do go ahead and die? But then we can just know, like, be behind <laughs> their back, be like, mm, no, it's not true to anybody so, they're talking to. Because I do feel like the people who say that are, are the worst. Yeah. But maybe I'm I, I feel like the people, for some reason, like, on Instagram, my algorithm now is all these weird workout bros and weird memes that are clearly troll memes. But it's like, trust a little bit, but you'll get hurt. And it's like, to- for some- my Instagram algorithm is toxic. Ma- like, I'm getting weird car things like Elon Musk. And I was like, what the fuck is happening here? I think the people that are like, I'll sleep when I'm dead are the same kind of like Instagram guys. I'm going to try to find one while we're on the phone, while we're, <laughs> while we're on yeah. the phone, while we're podcasting. But it's like, yeah, all these gym bros who are like, sleep when you're dead. If you're, you grind, have two choices dude. in life. Yeah, yeah, tackle life or stay in bed. And yeah. I'm tackling life as a gym. They quote <laughs> like, Joe Rogan all the time. Yeah. Like, those are the sleep when you're, they're the same people. They yeah. want to be Elon Musk. There's this uh, thing that emerged uh, last year in 2021. You see how good I am at this recording <laughs> for the future? Where, like, I, th- I think it was in 2021 where, like, we started finding out that Mark Wahlberg wakes up at, like, 2.30 in the morning to start his day with, like, an eight-hour workout. The same is true of The Rock. And I almost feel like they are doing what I... <laughs> what I was suggesting where they're just like making fun of the people who are like sleep when you're dead and just like getting them to do something really unhealthy for their bodies by waking up that early. Cause that, that can't be good for you. Nobody can wake up at two 30 unless you're going to bed at like five in the afternoon. That's unless you're that's Mark Wahlberg and you. you're hitting a man with your car. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark Wahlberg has hit so many people with his car. Just completely sleep deprived (laughs) just has like a a fleet of cars of fixers behind him who are like handing out money but yeah the the sleep when you're dead thing i feel like demonstrates a pretty wild misunderstanding of both sleep and death like i don't don't (laughs) think those are the same thing yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's like you're not you're not going night night and then waking up yeah eight to twelve hours later I'm I'm saying 12 hours because not ever sleeping, you're going to want to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah, when you're dead, you decompose. You know, when you're sleeping, you regenerate. So it's very different. Yeah, they're thing. kind of the opposite. I'd like to share this that I just got off my Instagram algorithm. Yes, if I may. please. It's a little bit of the opposite, but I'm also, I think we've talked about this on a, on a previous, maybe we off, maybe listeners, we might have offlined about this, but I was going through a breakup and I follow this account like young Pablo and it's just like mindfulness, you know, passages. But now the the algorithm is like, you're fucking depressed and (laughs) you're a fucking dyke. So we know what you want. And it's all super codependent memes wrapped up in therapy terms or like they're like faux therapy but it's like this one says a girl is happiest when she knows you make her your everything in front of everyone every time author unknown but it's from his secret (laughs) from (laughs) his secret obsession i'm like what who is this who 
It, oh, here's yeah. one. Sorry. I know this is, I'm getting off, off tangent, but if no, a man doesn't good. call you, it's because he doesn't want to call you. If he doesn't invite you to go outside, it's because he doesn't want to see you. If he doesn't invite you to go outside. Go outside. Is that is how this? you got your wife? <laughs> I got to start. <laughs> I got to start inviting girls outside. Hey, can if you he, come outside? Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm asking you to come outside. <laughs> call you out. So what's what's gotta, up, girl? You going to come outside? <laughs> I need to come outside. Yeah. <laughs> if he treats you like shit, it's because he doesn't care. If he lets you go, it's because he doesn't want to be with you. <laughs> when a man says, I'm not ready, but you're the love of my life and the only one I want, but now is not the right time, it's simply because he doesn't want you. Don't keep playing his confusing games. Don't justify him. Usually, I'm going to get this is so, so much, but it's always at the end of these things, it's always some ad for like a game. <laughs> do y'all do y'all get those algorithms yet? I mean, I Post. don't, but I I have to stay off Instagram sometimes for my own mental health because I I if I saw that I think it would just ruin my whole day. I don't yeah. know why no girls are not asking me to go outside. How come? How come <laughs> the butch one always has to be like, you want to go outside, <laughs> girls? If y'all are listening, <laughs> you need to be asking your butches. Um, <laughs> sorry, <is>. yeah. <laughs> This is okay. I'm sorry. You know this how is hysterical to me. Someone comes to your window, throws little rocks at it, and then asks you to come outside. That's we've all. That's how courting courtship works. That's what Melissa Etheridge's song is about. Come <laughs> yeah. to my window. Yeah. And guess what? If a man ain't saying come outside, ladies, sorry, <laughs> move on. He don't yeah. want to see you, <laughs> ladies, <laughs> girls, listeners. Look, boys. Other gays, if the other gay isn't saying come outside, they don't want to be with him. If he doesn't give you food, he doesn't want you to eat. (laughs) If he he says, (laughs) also these posts, if he says he loves you and he only wants to be with you, but right now is the right time and he can't be with anybody, but he really wants to be with you. But if he could be with anybody because he loves you so much, he's not the right one. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a massive flow chart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's anxious avoidant. <laughs> yeah, one's like a massive thing that goes to like he's not the right one. One goes directly to he's not the right one. But he doesn't let you go outside. <laughs> yeah. He's not the right one. He's not the right one. Yes. What is something that you think is underrated, Fizza? Well, I mean, I don't mean to like, you know, be repetitive, but I wanted to circle back to a foot massage. Yeah. Yeah. I can't emphasize that enough. So ever I hope you you have the pleasure of enjoying one soon. You had mentioned that you were looking for like local foot massage. Is there, is there like, does Amazon have a, have like a global foot massage? Like, is, is there the, yeah, is there <laughs> yeah, like sure the, big, the big business uh, version of foot massage? I'm sure there's an app where right. you can just find people who, you sure. know, there's people who are the, you know, the tops and bottoms version of foot massage. You right. Know, the, the receiver and the, and the massager, yeah. If there's not, somebody's about to make a lot of money off of that. Yeah. No, feet are big business. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, there's like wiki feet. It's a whole, I'm not, see, I don't, there's not like a sexual thing. It's, I just really love the way it feels. And I think it does have like, there are more nerve endings in your feet than anywhere else in the body. Don't quote me on that, but I'll say there's thousands. <laughs> Let's go with it. <laughs> yeah, there are thousands. Yeah. There's definitely thousands, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like a foot rub feels weird and good in a way that like no other like 
rub, like back rub or like, you know, other types of massage really feel, I feel like. I yeah. will say walking barefoot on the grass is is pretty comparable. Oh, man. Clean grass. No poo-poo grass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, does your wife walk in the grass for you? Yeah. She walks through Ladies, fields. if you're not walking through the grass for your <laughs> then he don't want you to have legs. Right. That's, I mean, absolutely. That's exactly what that means. I stepped on a bee in the grass when I was a kid, and I am only now waking up to the pleasure of walking in the grass with bare feet because I was so scared of getting a, a sting on my toesies for most of my life. But it is a really nice feeling. All right. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back okay. and tell everybody exactly what is going to happen in 2022. Sounds great. And we're back. And all right. So it's time for 2022 predictions. Mm -hmm. Like I said, we nailed them last year. Anna uh, did suggest that we were going to develop laser eyes. And that is that one has yet to come true. But it's still early where we're recording this. It's still December 22nd. So eventually, you know, I, I expect that to happen. But should, should we just like run through, you know, we put together some mm -hmm. lists of predictions for the year 2022 from, you know, esteemed journalistic outlets like Pure Wow. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> PureWow.com. Their prediction list, they said riding a wave of nostalgia, which I feel like we've been doing. That's a that's a trend I've noticed with a lot of these media list predictions is they just find a trend that's been going on for 20 years and they're like that <laughs> that's happening for sure <laughs> so they were like hey you're gonna see some reboots this year you're gonna see some stuff about like you know period pieces have you guys heard about these like things it or not. they're coming <laughs> yeah like it or not like it or get not. ready sunshine <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey <yeah>. buttercup <laughs> <laughs> wake up buttercup because a wave of nostalgia is about to crash on your ass. <laughs> so uh, Rise of Raunchy Comedy. This one, again, feels like something that has been happening on and off for a while. But I do feel like maybe there's been a, a lightning of the raunchy comedy. That's how I feel. Isn't Wet Hot American Summer like coming to series on Hulu? I, I mean, it, I think it was on in series on Netflix. Like, yeah, I don't know. Two, three years ago. Yeah. Well, it's coming back, Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry to say. Get ready. <laughs> I will say, I don't think that's good news for my mom because I said the word nipples around her. <gasps> and she was like, don't say nipples. Oh, my God, you said nipples. Oh, my she gosh, got... ever. My mom won't say nipples either. She'll say the apex of the bust. What? Wow. I mean, that's so. That's well put. Yeah. So I mean, I guess that's a great definition. Yeah. I, I really The apex of the that. bust? The apex of the bust. Suck yeah. my apexes. <laughs> but you know, what if, what if someone has inverted nipples? Like, that doesn't really work, does it? I think it yeah. does still. Oh, yeah, because still that's why time. I kind of like it. If you Even if you don't have nipples, like, you're, there is an apex of the bust. The bust, yeah. So I think it's inclusive. I think it's descriptive. And I applaud your, your mom. But Listeners, is it inclusive? Also fine <laughs> word. <laughs> you decide. Yeah. Comment in. 
sorry. And if it's not, sorry, buttercup. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, buttercup. That's what, that's going to be, yeah, something that people should know uh, is that we're coming hard in 2022. That's a prediction. We're going to be doing a lot of, you know, (laughs) oh, sorry. Are you sensitive? (laughs) Yeah, that's how the daily zeitgeist is going to, is going to ride. We're going to get our mothers to say nipples. Yes. There we go. So inter- the two good predictions I thought they made that I'm going to agree with, international content, you know, the Squid Game thing is going to mm-hmm. continue to happen. Yeah. We're going to see more and more international shows, movies. I feel like like we've it happened with movies with Parasite and then with Squid Game, but I feel like more and more, it, it doesn't even need to just be like new ones. People should just, somebody needs to just be like, yo, there is an entire like century of great international movies and TV shows that most of you haven't watched. So here, watch them now. I'm ready for them to remake the Waltons. The Waltons? (laughs) Wait, what? I'm going to pull this up because my mom has a, I just got my parents the internet and the, the fire stick. So my mom will be like, the Waltons or horse movies. My mom keeps, I just taught her how to talk into the fire stick. So she'll put horse movies and scroll over and they're all bad. And then she just always watches War Horse. We've watched oh, okay. War Horse twice. I've been here for two days. Um, the Waltons is an American historical drama television series about a family in rural Virginia during the Great Depression and World War II. It was, in, it was released in the 70s. So, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue the, Ridge Mountains. Is that it's like a wholesome show? I think that's one of the shows that my parents would quote when I was younger, and I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Like, I think there was maybe a character named John Boy or something, mm-hmm. in that, and they would call me John Boy because my name is John officially, and I did not like that, but they seemed to get a kick out of it. So they loved uh, it. Yeah, great. Waltons uh, are coming back. <laughs> I, I, and then horse movie genre is a genre, you know. I think I would add that into, like, the overrated category. Horse movies? Horse movies? People like, I, you know, every now and then I like a good horse movie as well. Who doesn't want a you know, nice, what yeah. is it, Spirit Away? Get a horse? I love horses. I do love horses. I love animals. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just something when I see, like, too many horses in the marketing, like, I just, I'm just like, it turns me off. One but too many horses. Ever's mom did just walk into the frame behind her and make a throat <laughs> slashing motion uh, yeah. to Fizza. So, I love horses. Yeah. <laughs> I do love horses. It's just, it's just as a genre. I yeah. mean, I'm sure there's always an exception, but. Original docuseries is another prediction. <laughs> not not that they will suddenly become a thing, but that they will keep getting good, better. Yeah, I I feel like we are at a time now where there is enough footage to make a compelling docuseries about everyone in the world. <laughs> so like because we're just constantly you know, taking videos and pictures of ourselves. So um, I'm expecting documentaries and docu-series to get better and better in the coming years. It would be my pick. Ladies, y'all need to be coming to my window, hollering at me to come outside and watch an original docu-series. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm just going to say there is one prediction that I do not like. I don't like that it says like it'll be 
television shows with like older women on the forefront, you know, which I think that's great. Time for older women to shine people in their 40s, 50s and 60s. Yeah. I don't like that they use the sex in the city. Oh, it's called and just like that. I always keep calling it like and there we were and like it happened yeah. again. Like it's I can't the remember the, the new name. Yeah. But it's so bad. It's like, really? I bet again, riding the wave of nostalgia. Oh, my God. It's the Ouroboros. The snake is eating itself. We got older women riding the wave of nostalgia, and it's the same cast. Damn, Inception, and here it goes. doing raunchy comedy. They even mention another country, so it's international content. And the acting is so good, it might as well be a docuseries. I would say that. <laughs> yeah, well, she carries in a new podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> they. Can we get Carrie on? Yeah. Carrie, get her on. Get her, <laughs> Carrie, get the character Carrie, Carrie, Carrie Bradshaw as a, as a guest. That is one of our predictions. Carrie, let's talk about Chris. Carrie Bradshaw will <laughs> join as a guest. And yeah. We got to ask her about why she didn't perform CPR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, she just, I mean, made, she, like, she didn't do anything. She didn't call, like, 911. Like, he was very much alive. Mm, I you know, when she got there. Hmm. Like, the, she got, she came, she saw him, and she stood there for, like, 10 seconds. Like, yeah, by the way, if you guys are listening to this, you're getting mad, this is a spoiler alert. You're oh, all shit. on the internet, and you've, and you've all seen the spoiler alert by now. You've all seen it on Twitter, Instagram, social media. You know it. So don't don't come at us in the comments getting mad. I'm, and I've I'm also defensive. never felt less bad about spoiling something because it's not good, I would say. Yeah. Would be my. It's no Emily in Paris. Yeah. It's not exactly. <laughs> I haven't. I watched one episode of that and I said, I'm supposed to feel bad. Yeah. No, that is good. That, you know, they talk about second screen content where it's like supposed to be something you're doing in the background. I think Emily in Paris is like fourth or fifth screen content where like you are watching something else while doing something, while maybe doing a uh, crossword puzzle. And then like somewhere in the house, Emily in Paris is on and you like walk by it every once in a while and you're like, huh. And then, you know, ignore it. <laughs> like a doctor's office? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> huh, it's a doctor's office content. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's... First of all, not great. So you're not we're not spoiling that much. Second of all, they came for podcasts in a way that I found <laughs> devastating when she said that podcasts are the new jury duty. I was like, well, she said, oh, I didn't see that part. But Carrie is the voice of our generation. So we're fucked now, guys, now that she said that. I haven't watched the latest episode where that where the one character does stand up. But I heard it's so oh, I bad. Heard that's bad. That's just a general. Like, it, there's never been good, like, comedy, like it, uh, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, like, or stand-up when they're trying to, when they just, like, throw that in as an extra thing. They're like, and then, so we'll add this later, but then at this point in the script, they start doing the best stand-up you've ever heard. It's yeah. Like, no, it's always that's an add-on. Not, that's not how it works. <laughs> Is the character, like, the actor an actual stand-up? No. No. Uh. I think they are the best <laughs> actor on the show, which isn't saying much. Or it's the they best. They were a doctor on Grey's Anatomy. Right. Dr. Torres. Right. Okay. And Callie, oh my God, Dr. Callie Torres. For a minute, I was watching two episodes of Grey's Anatomy a night during the quarantine. Oh, really? So this, this will be my number one screen to night, night time. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> All right. Moving down the list of prediction shows. 
CNBC had one where they were like, we asked media execs to yeah. predict 2022's industry shaking events. And I didn't know what any of this shit meant other than I think they said Apple's going to buy a TV movie studio, which sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. They, they said Vice is going to like be sold for pieces or something. And sure, that sounds bad for Vice. But everything else was, you know, a lot of streaming stuff that I this just makes me sad yeah because it's just gonna be it this reminds me of hollywood nepotism this article i was like man i don't know this everybody's gonna be i'm upset by it yeah we all just get real sad and real quiet for a moment yeah (laughs) oh yeah at least Mm. you got a wife (laughs) (laughs) and she rubs your feet i mean you guys assumed that i was talking about my wife it might have been a no masseuse that, All uh, right, well, let, if you don't want to talk about your wife, we don't have to talk about your wife. My wife. My wife. Sorry. It's just I can't. Anytime, <laughs> anytime I talk about her, I feel conflicted between saying my wife and not. And it's. Uh, Can you say Jack's wife? Jack's wife. Jack's wife. <laughs> yeah, I could. Ipsos did a weird one where they don't make predictions. They just pull people on what they think will happen because <laughs> they don't have the courage of their convictions. So, like, they people think the rest of the world will get vaccines, which I certainly fucking hope so. You know, the pandemic won't be over until they do. People think prices are going to increase faster than income, which is another one of those things that's been What's going new? on for a while. Yeah, that's yeah. not a, that's not a novel prediction. Rise of the virtual world. So this is the one that jumped out at me because this is... The prediction and possible eventuality that I feel very uncomfortable with that, like, Mark Zuckerberg was right and, like, meta is going to become a thing and everyone's going to be walking around with their dumb little avatars and in, like, meetings. And I hope not. I don't think so. Not for me. Pass. Yeah. Uh, that's a pass I, I do. I did see one on there about, like, the global conflict. And one thing that kind of struck me on that was that there was, it was almost like 50-50. Well, it's 34-46, so a little bit more, um, 46% said no, but uh, that nuclear weapons would be used. And I kind of feels like that's, I would agree with that. And I also, one of my predictions is that Russia will fully invade Ukraine this year and nobody will do shit about it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm calling it. Y'all heard me call it. I dibbed it. Anyway, first, I, anyway, just a sad, uh, yeah, moment. I would say that's kind of my overall prediction is like a continuing on of bad things happening, and everyone just kind of looking around, being like, "Is, is nobody going to do anything?" Like, wait, so nobody can do anything? Nobody's going to do anything? It's the Biden administration. <laughs> yeah, like there's all these so, bad things we could have. <laughs> Anyways, all right, all right, all right. All there's right. this new Northwestern article where they like asked a bunch of experts for their predictions of 2022, and it was by far the most optimistic. So shout out to experts. Oh, uh, they wow. said we're okay, entering experts. the endemic phase, which I would love for that to be true. And I don't know shit about. Virology, so I'm hoping I'm just gonna go with that. I bet your wife does. <laughs> what? Your wife? What? My wife. wife. She's a physician, so she does. Uh, His wife. Oh, tight. Where at? 
a podiatrist is not a physician, technically. Yeah. They, they're predicting transitions in energy. That This was the one that made me wonder if this is... Like, there, there seems to be this, like, mainstream media, academic world idea that we still live in like the world of the Clinton administration because they're just like, yeah, the Biden administration is poised to revolutionize our country's fight against climate change via their two-tiered infrastructure package. We sit on the precipice of federally backed transitions in energy and transportation. And I just feel like, ah, that would be great. What what makes you think that's going to happen? What is like that would be great though. I mean at least that's that's one thing we can put out. An expert thinks that they we're gonna really make a dent in fossil fuels and like start moving the needle in terms of uh, climate change. That would be awesome, right? Well, we better be. I know. Again, we fucking better. We better be. Wake up, buttercup. We better be freaking out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a AI prediction, again, from an expert. Again, like th- this one. Thank you, Northwestern. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> apparently. Apparently and again. Me. And so to speak. And heretofore. No, they think that AI, you know, to this point, it seems like AI has largely been used to serve us better ads and like algorithmically Fru, not predict for me. like what people are going to click <laughs> we on. We just talked about my like, Instagram algorithm. <laughs> it seems to be what, what they're using it for. And this person is saying that they're going to use AI to find better like alternative energy solutions. So that would be a pretty cool that would be pretty nice. Is the solution, is is the solution AI like basically taking down humanity? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to just, you know, make Dis- half of the population disappear <laughs> like Thanos and uh, we'll work from there. Problem solved. Yeah. No, it's like the molecular structures the AI is going to help with. I don't know. It sounded pretty cool. We've already talked about on a previous episode how the takeout was pick- predicting Food trends, what one of them being popcorn. Have you guys heard about this stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, popcorn. They think that's going to be a big snack in 2022. I had popcorn last night. Oh, so it's already begun. Yeah. <laughs> White cheddar. Called it. The takeout Ooh, called that's it. that's nice. All right. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and give our personal and faded-to-be-true uh, predictions for the year 2022 and we put it at the end because we're good at teasing so we'll be right back and then you'll find out what's going to happen this year and we're back and let's just kind of do a a round robin starting with you ever what what's a What's a prediction beyond Russia invading Ukraine, <laughs> which you already gave us, that you think is is happening? Oh, gosh. I think we're going to get another $600 stimulus. I don't yes! have any good <laughs> predictions. <Yeah! if> we're <laughs> we're going to get one $600 stim- stimulus check during this Omicron. And we, I, I, I don't have good... I've, I usually try to be so optimistic, and I... 
I just started an antidepressant and it's not kicking in yet. I'm still seeing <laughs> reality. I've never been to, and I'm just like, you know what? We're going to get a 600 pound. We're going to get a 600 pound. Dude, if we were in London, a 600 pound stimulus would be pretty tight. I think we're going to get a $600 stimulus once, but we're really going to need it a week. <laughs> yeah, or like every week instead of, yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Fizza, what, what do you, what do you foresee? Oh, I think more boomers will accidentally say racist shit. Accidentally? No. <laughs> yeah. Some <laughs> are trying. Accidentally and start intentionally saying it? Yeah, I guess yeah. some are trying. Yeah. Shit. Okay. I think psychedelics will continue to grow in popularity and cultural I influence agree with that. in 2022. And I think this is my hope. This is my optimistic hope. Miles has put a lot of our listeners onto rep sneakers, like replica sneakers that are almost as good as the the real thing, oftentimes just as good, like made by the same people in the same factory, just like not while Nike is watching them. I am hoping that there's a movement where everybody just like does that with everything. It's just like, fuck, name brands and just like start, you know, I, I, I like we are too bought into like the official narrative of capitalism and like what they want us to give a shit about. And I'm hoping that people like rep sneakers, rep everything that is like name brand that people pay way too much money for. I will say Russell Athletics always. I'm a Russell boy for clothing brand. But I was at a um, thrift shop here in Temple and I should have bought it. It was only six dollars. It wasn't. There's a dog barking. Apologies. Oh, an man. off-white season fifteen sixteen knockoff <laughs> varsity jacket, and it was like so. You know, it was like so close, but it was like clearly fake. And they had washed it so many times, it was like pilling. And I was like, this wasn't real. I, anyways, it just was so. I I wish I would have bought it for the fake, for the knockoffs, yeah. for the like DHL gate. You know, I'm with that. Like, fuck it. I'm not yeah. gonna spend two thousand dollars. I was yeah, on fuck it all. A website this morning, and I was like, $2,000 for a baklava. <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> Not a baklava, but a face. Balaklava. Backla- balaklava. Balaklava <laughs> is food, is man. It yeah, <laughs> yeah. $2,000 for a dessert. Wake up, buttercup. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, on, personal, on a personal prediction, I will s- sled squat a thousand pounds. That sounds Squat like a rest. lot of pounds. I'm already know. at 6'10". So can, <laughs> can I ask you what a sled squatch is? Squat, squat, sled squat. It's, uh, That's my wife. My uh, wife is a sled squatch. That's how Sasquatch as gets around. As soon as I get a wife, I'm going to call her my sled squatch. <laughs> that sounds so uh Sounds dirty. awful. Like, yeah. It's yeah. a sled squatch. Uh, yeah. It is a... Uh, it's... You know, you have the squat. It's different than the squat. I got to get my squats up. I want to squat 125. But sled press is where you're like kind of, it looks like you're in a a jet cockpit or like you're in some kind of thing where you're like sitting down and your legs are above you. So you pull them down. Oh, right, right. instead of standing up, you're laying down and then the weight goes down. It's on like a slider, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Damn. Yeah, I'm at 6'10", dog. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, How, thanks. Like, in what increments are you, like, going up? So, like, every month you do, like, an extra 100? So, no, I try to, um, 
what I'll do is I'll do overloads. So, and it takes like 30 minutes on the machine. So I'll start at like, right now I start at 450 pounds. That's warm up. And then I do that three sets of 15. And then I'll like add another like 50 to 100 build up, build up until like, and then, you know, on a Friday, I'll try to max out. And then the next week, I'll add 10, 15 to my starter. It's boring. I don't know the math of it. I just read, I just figure out my body and I'm like, okay. And I do it because um, the bros at my gym, they always bogart the machines. And then this one guy was looking at me dirty because I was like on it for a long time. And, you know, I could tell he like wanted me to get off and I wasn't being greedy, but I was like, this is so boring. I'm so sorry. I don't know. I'm telling you all this story, but (laughs) the end of it is his like max rep was my warm up rep. And now he won't look at me at the gym anymore. (laughs) He can't make eye contact. Little South Pasadena bitch. Wake up, Buttercup. (laughs) (laughs) South Pasadena Buttercup. (laughs) Just be so awful right now. I would never call my wife a sled squatch. Sled squatch. Sled Sled squatch. That's right. I'm sorry, honey. I'm so sorry. (laughs) All right. We'll do a TDZ. Uh, Watch this space. More non TDZ shows coming. Also, I think we will tour again in 2022, but we will be touring as part of the cast of a very unsuccessful musical. So it'll be canceled pretty quickly and nobody can I direct that. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We won't even be the leads. Like, we'll just just come on like at one point, 15 minutes in and do a quick plie and then that'll be it. It'll be the apex of the show. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. The apex of the bust. I mean, that would actually be appropriate. If it was a bust show that didn't go anywhere, then that would be the apex of the bust. Shit, can we talk about something right quick? Yeah. I don't know if we have time. Speaking of, I'm getting my apexes off, by the oh, way. Oh, shit. What? I'm Congrats. getting top surgery. Congratulations. Is, this comes out January 4th, uh, January 28th. Wow. Yeah, very soon. I'm excited. That's amazing. So, if y'all want to. Congratulations. Wanna, Hook a bro up. Click that <laughs> GoFundMe. Oh, do you have the yeah, link on your? You have the link on yeah, your on the gram. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so also we will link off to that in the show if, description. If you want, but shit, absolutely <laughs> no squat statues. <laughs> I'm getting my. I said, <laughs> anyways, we don't got time to talk about it. But apparently, I got to think about my apex placements. <laughs> oh, right. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Somebody was like, where are you going to put your apexes? And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, right. I was going to let the plastic surgeon decide. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that kind of your area? Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So my surgeon history is just male backs. <laughs> like a pervert. Oh, gosh. Anyways. Well, congratulations. That is awesome. Thanks, Docs. Yeah, that's dope. Visit what you got for a personal recommendation or personal prediction. <laughs> personal recommendation <laughs> for Apex Placement. Yeah, for what do you got for a recommendation for <laughs> Well, Apex I'm going to be a, a super sled squatch jerk. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I'm definitely going to grow like a new chin hair. That's okay. 
<laughs> that's gonna happen. No one tells yeah. you that shit happens in your thirties. No one talks about that. And then so hormone changes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so I'm just going to... But again, that's sort of like taking a trend that's been going on forever right. and just continue. So I'm not bringing anything <laughs> novel to the table here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The What, what was... I had not I had one of those. Those A chin hair? Bitch, you got a, <laughs> got a couple. I, 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 I don't know why you keep calling people bitch. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, this is a great personality that, that you're trying on uh, for the I year 2022. Like but it's, it's I'm just fun. going up to women's windows. You want to come outside? <laughs> so more comedy creeps. We'll have the other shoe drop was one of mine. That's like, yeah, that's been happening. But I think more more creeps in general. But I feel like we got some comedy creeps coming out. Unfortunately, I feel um, like this is a subtweet about me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> wait till you get that top surgery, man. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be coming. <laughs> they better be. Yeah. <laughs> Come in by the light of the moon and get your window. <laughs> what else you got ever? Any any other? I, I think that we're gonna have a better Amtrak system. I do believe that wow. somehow this some part of this. FDR's better deal or whatever the fuck he's trying to like Biden's like you know it's good for the roads thing is gonna um I think we will get a better train system in mm. America I think that'll be part of like the reduction of climate um harmful climate change and I I would hope that I, I mean you know we've been trying to get a bullet train in California for 30 years yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> but I would hope that you know that would be a thing that's going to happen or at least charging stations for more electric vehicles, you know, mm. even, even, you know, blue collar, like Ford and like other companies, like everybody thinks like, you know, Tesla electric. Yeah. It's yeah. Tesla, but Doesn't you know, need to be that asshole. I'd, I'd like to predict that people are going to turn on Elon Musk, but just the, the energy of the, the like Instagram memes of people quoting, like attributing quotes from Einstein to Elon Musk is like so mm -hmm. strong. I just uh, feel like it's going to take a little while for. He's uh, not doing the physics himself. Right. <laughs> he's got a team of people. He's a rich guy. He's an investor. He's a rich guy. Everybody <laughs> thinks that he's a rich guy and he's, he's gone too far. And you know what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was born with a. Was it a ruby? He can rely mind? on his old man's money. He you can know? rely he's... on his old man's rubies. Man's I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rubies are emeralds. He like used to walk around with. One of those precious jewels in his pockets because that's what I got. Two precious jewels. Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, just think about trying this on as a uh, 2022. I don't think this is going to help me out in any way, but I'll do it. <laughs> At least on TDZ. Every time you're on TDZ, I love it. <laughs> I, I will predict that when Democrats lose a bunch in the midterm, mm -hmm. they will blame progressives rather than uh, politicians who haven't been doing the stuff that they said they were going to do. And, you know, we'll have to confront Trump's reelection bid getting more and more. I'm sure at times it will look very silly and like it's not going to happen. Uh, but then it That's will, what we thought the first time. Yeah. Then it will ultimately, mm. you know, as it gets closer and looks more and more likely there will be some turning on 
the progressives in, uh, in particular and the, the left. Uh, it will be the left's fault, according to the mainstream media, would be my guess. Or 20, 22. I think there will be further legalization of weed, but they're not going to really do much about those who are already serving, you know, who are incarcerated mm-hmm. for it. So that's frustrating. Mm. Yeah. My parents and I were just talking about that. It's really fucked up. And I feel like Texas, like I feel like people in Texas know it would also help the economy here in Texas, but they won't, they won't do shit to legalize it. Yeah. But it's like, whatever, man, fuck this. I, I feel, oh gosh, I think we're going to get another booster and we're going to feel so good about it because it'll be like, this one is it guys. And then it won't. Again, I don't have good predictions guys i don't i don't have happy endings for this year anymore (laughs) i think we're gonna get these boosters every six months Mm -hmm. yeah it's gonna be be like flu shot right exactly but twice a year yeah that's my guess stock up on them now get seven now go to different walgreens I've been, Why yeah, not? I'm a collector. I get all the different <laughs> brands. I get a co- couple J&Js at a time, one for my yeah, right arm, one to. for my left arm. You, you got the yeah. Original J&J. <laughs> original. Gonna, I got that original oh yeah, I got J&J. The, OG. the J&J1s, you know, uh, the classics. Then. And then I got the J&J3s when uh, Ticker Hatfield started designing them. And, what about uh, the AstraZeneca, the discontinued... Oh, oh yes. man, if you got the AstraZeneca, hope, keep that in a shoebox, man, in a glass yeah. case. Cause that's I know, shit. I know a guy. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> and, uh, what, when the AstraZeneca dropped, he was there. He was Dang. on the streets, camped Limited out overnight. Ed- <laughs> <laughs> Limited edition. <laughs> Y'all think McDonald's will have a veggie burger yet? Do they? they don't? I thought they, they don't. They Do they have a- an impossible burger? I don't know. Oh. I never even realized that. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Burger King does. Oh, we got, they do at some locations. Well, we need it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't on. know why I just got mad at your producer, Becca. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, nice try, Becca, but we need it yeah, everywhere. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, Pansy. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> Buttercup. All right. Well, you guys, it has been such a pleasure having you both on the show. Fizza, where can people find you and follow you and all that good stuff? They can just follow me at Fizza Dasani on all the platforms. F-I-Z-A-A-D-O-S-A-N-I. I know my name sounds like a carbonated drink with a <laughs> stupid spelling, but there it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, so just uh, Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse, all that stuff at Fizza Dasani. Yeah, yeah. Is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Yeah, Mohanad El Shaky, very funny comic, tweeted something that made me laugh. He said, I can't believe I have to sit inside my apartment and watch Omicron live my dreams of moving to New York and making it big so fast. Mm. <laughs> made me giggle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm just. I, I have family that's supposed to be visiting in two days from New York, and uh, they woke up with cold symptoms. So, oh no! That's... Tell I, my friend. I'm telling y'all, like, get it tested because my friends they got the vaccine, they got the booster, and then we were all together in Austin, and she was like, "Oh, I think I have allergies, or I might have a cold. I think I need to go to the hotel." And I was like, "It's just cedar pollen, mm-hmm. pansy, you buttercup." And then it was <laughs> yeah. um, it was bad COVID. 
Sorry. Oof. Well, ever. Mm-hmm. Great having you as guest co-host. Uh, where can people find you and follow you? And what's um, a tweet you've been enjoying? Thank you so much for letting me train wreck um, the podcast. <laughs> oh, <this is> wonderful. <laughs> Are you kidding? Um, I always enjoy coming on. Um, one thing that I love is by Nicole Thurman at Nicole Thurman. Uh, she said, me turns on TV and then my mom. It's now time for my one woman show. The loudest sounds in the house with special <laughs> guest frequent unnecessary questions. <laughs> Because I'm at my parents' house right now. It's it's awesome. Because like again, you know, it's like yeah. Okay, here we go. And then my can we get my mom on the podcast and just have her explain the plot of movies? Because that I'm telling y'all wonderful. right now, it's I still don't know the plot of War Horse, and I've watched it twice, and I've had her explain <laughs> it to me three times. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, ever please apologize to your mom. I didn't mean to shade horse yeah. movies. You know, teach their own. She loves a horse movie. Too late, Fizza. Sorry. Too She's late. Pissed. You know, I've, I've evolved since. <laughs> I'm capable of that. All right. So tweets I've been enjoying. Karen Kilgariff tweeted, just say what the soup of the day is while the mystery. Old Tom at Yucky Tom tweeted, reverse cowgirl so we can both watch a Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> uh, Brandon <laughs> Daly tweeted, will I get the new COVID if I haven't seen the first one? And then Josh Gondelman, I think I this Josh. is just a like really good idea. He said, I feel like we could cut the military budget down to like $800,000 to pay for the fancy buttons and hats. And the other countries would assume the rest of it was still there. I'm like, yes, that is, that is my wish. That is my hope for the year 2022 is some outside the box thinking like that. Anyways, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. And I am going to recommend Beating Down Your Block by Monaleo. The song fucking rules. It feels... Uh, it, it really, like, brings me back to, like, golden era West Coast rap. Like, it just makes you feel invincible, which you are not, but makes you feel that way. Anyways, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this morning. Uh, but we will be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to y'all then. Bye. Bye. See ya.